Hello, and welcome back to the Inverted Castle, a Metroidvania enthusiast podcast. I am your ancient yet no less beloved host, Eric Fox, and with me is a man who is, let's be real, a smarter, stronger, sexier version of myself, Tom Blight. I, that, that one's not even in this. <laughs> are you talking about the remake? I guess I'm, I'm the remake? Of you, you are my remake, and of course we are talking about two games this week. Uh, ones that make me feel like my bones are turning to dust just thinking about how old they are. Metroid, and it's 20 years erstwhile remake, Metroid Zero Mission for the GBA. Should I be concerned that when you said smarter and sexier, I thought of SAX from Fusion? <laughs> that is uh, quite a leap, but also I see where you're coming from there. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no, there is no SAX in this one, in neither of them. As far as we're concerned, that game doesn't exist yet. Or already has always existed? <laughs> Let's start with Metroid. Yeah, okay, this is getting convoluted. <laughs> Metroid. Metroid, released back in 1986. Just the before times for, I'm sure, most people at this point. Just a year after Super Mario Brothers, same year as Zelda. This was one of the namesakes of the genre itself, and just as a very early example of it, and it kind of shows. Yeah, I. it is interesting looking at this and seeing the genre stretching out behind it and being like, hmm, that was... I'm not sure I could have imagined this if I were playing it in 86 going that way. Yeah, like you can see a lot of the hallmarks of it because it's still like a running and gunning, uh, platforming. It broke new ground, at least at the time, uh, by allowing, nay, forcing the player to move left and scrolling the screen that way in order to progress right. A maze-like level design where... Gaining abilities allows you to traverse later areas, although that's not as, just from the sheer lack of a lot of the items that we'd come to appreciate in later entries, that's less of the focus and more on knowing where to go, yeah. I guess. And the it's interesting. I feel like the knowing where to go or like, I, I don't know, searching for the one block that lets you move forward is a pretty constant thing in the original Metroid. Yes, uh, it's very much a, you need to shoot every floor, ceiling, and wall in order to get to the end. Like, you'll get your missiles, you'll get your bombs, and, let's see, high jump and ice beam. These are your traversal options. Everything else is kind of just, more or less, make things easier. Just yeah. extra health, uh, longer range on your weapon. Or the screw attack, which is just, oh, I get to not deal with combat anymore, finally. <laughs> yeah, I completed the game without the wave beam, because, I, I don't know, I just forgot to search for the pixels for that one. Uh, you did well by doing so, because this, in an interesting, I guess, design choice, uh, you cannot have wave beam and ice beam at the same time. Fair. So instead they have two ice beam pickups. I'm not sure if they respawn if you get the wave beam or not. But yeah, the wave beam goes through things and does more damage. Ice beam freezes enemies, but you need the ice beam to kill Metroids, and you need to kill Metroids to beat the game. So at some point, you need to run and uh, swap out, and so I just never bothered getting the wave beam either. Fair. I mean, I just didn't find it because it's in a random, like, blow up a floor, 
find it in a, in a dead end and you don't actually really need it there's a door behind ridley that you can open with it so yeah but like there's nothing of game importance in there those missiles probably yeah shockingly relatively few pickups in general like you can have up to 255 missiles uh but just beating a boss gets you like 75 to your max for both of the bosses you fight before ending the game so a, a lot of this game is not particularly important and instead they will uh prank you by <laughs> for one thing just like i like a lot of the enemy design for an nes game i think they've got a lot of character in terms of the the enemies that like pop off the ceiling and explode or just kind of meander around whatever platform they're on or annoyingly like sinusoidal wave up and down that makes them basically impossible to hit uh, with <laughs> your four dimension, like honestly, like three directional uh, aiming most of the time. But the level design leaves a lot to be desired because they kind of designed a few rooms and then made a lot of rooms out of that. Yeah, uh, particularly, I mean, this game does not have a map inbuilt. Um, no, so you were. Gotta get out your graph paper. I particularly felt it in Craid's Lair, where I feel like they intentionally made it uh, so that it seemed like you were in a room that you were in before. Uh-huh. Just to make it harder, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like, you will frequently go, like, I don't know if I've been here before or if this is just a copy-and-pasted room again. There are, like, three different, like, map tile sets, essentially. Three or four. So, like, when you're in discrete zones, that'll change. But within those zones, even within the same hallway, it's just the same, like, platform pattern repeated. Or you'll go through a door and it's just the same blocks of stuff. Except occasionally, some things will be destructible and not other times. And that's how you find the way forward. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, so there's the whole making fun of David Jaffe for not finding the destructible blocks. Uh, but I definitely did that in this game. Uh-huh. Of just like, oh, I forgot to bomb that particular block. Or like, they have a weird habit of the block is right beside the door. <laughs> not um, only, no, yeah, not only beside the door, like underneath, like you have to open the door first and then bomb the space that it was occupying. Yeah, and it's like, that's the one that I was definitely most likely to miss. <laughs> yes, this g game uh, was made in an era where they wanted you to get your money's worth, and by money's worth, I mean you don't get to beat it unless you spend all of the hours bombing any even feasibly bombable spot. Yeah. No map that you make your own, no guide at the time, uh, unless you had an older brother or uncle who worked at Nintendo. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure the Nintendo Power issue uh, on this game was uh, sold gangbusters. Was Nintendo Power around at this point? I this is something I have never looked up. I'm sure it does not matter. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Oh man. But no, yeah, it, it's really frustrating. <laughs> especially okay especially because if you were to die say by going the wrong way or the right way and you just didn't realize it the game throws you 
a bone, one singular bone, in that you can respawn at the beginning of the zone. So you don't have to navigate from the very beginning of the game to where you were. Thanks, Metroid. <laughs> what they don't tell you is that that bone they threw clonked in the head and reduced your HP back down to 30, no matter how much maximum you have, or depending on where you are, need. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I was playing this on the switch i just aggressively save stated as god intended yeah i, I mean i also did that with zero mission because sorry what i don't know, I don't know what that game is yet <laughs> okay that's how we're <laughs> doing <laughs> we'll see uh yeah because using the password system uh like th there were some famous passwords back in the day to start with everything but starting from a new game and writing all that down like it's just my, my, my kingdom for even just a save file i mean it, save files were in the legend of zelda which is the same year but definitely still a period where they weren't all doing the same thing and i, I wonder if it's something dumb like batteries and cartridges made them more expensive like i almost assume as much or like this game was in development long enough that they weren't that wasn't standard yet so they didn't bother and then zelda kind of broke the mold i have no idea as as old as i am and as old as i feel i was <laughs> not yet born when this game was coming out so it's i true. don't know the context yeah but if we want to transition into the context zone <laughs> sure why not uh, 1986 was a pretty big year for some of the, like, long-running franchises. Like, they got their start or got major uh, updates here? Yeah, so video games that were given awards in this year, uh, Super Mario Brothers. Hell yeah. Dragon Quest, Gauntlet. Like, not the, uh, arcade, but the NES, uh, release? Yeah, uh, Milan's Secret Castle, which is another proto-Metroidvania that we should probably talk about at some point. Never played it? I don't think I've ever seen it, so, okay. I think I've only seen it from Metroidvania works, but Jared V. Parrish, so... <laughs> well, it's a secret to me. Crackout? Crackout? That's one of the, um, breakout things. <laughs> okay. That, like, hit colored bl blocks with ball and bounce, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's an Arkanoid-like. Yeah. Um, volleyball. Okay. <laughs> Just the sports game? Yeah. Zanak? Zanak? I don't actually know what this game is. I'm pretty sure that's a, that's a supplement or... Yeah, it helps with depression. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, side effects do include Metroidvania. Okay. Uh, Outrun. Okay. Castlevania, the original. Before it, it would be even remotely relevant to our interests. Yeah, this is this is level-based Castlevania. Yeah, before it got good. Yeah, The Legend of Zelda. Okay, yeah, yeah, we mentioned earlier. Yeah, which you could probably argue that Zelda has as much to do with the Metroidvania heritage as Metroid itself. I, uh, it there are enough similarities to its design and just uh, the experience of playing it that I would say yes, especially the first one. In terms of yeah. here's a broad map, figure it out. Um, sanction. With an X? Is that a shooter? Right. Is that is that a Xevious? I don't know. I didn't look that one up. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Okay. The, the Sentinel. Oh, man. They made the 13th one recently. Family Trainer. Uh, that, uh, sorry. That's my, my mind is internet poisoned. <laughs> I, yeah, I have no idea what this is. Wait, is this actually a game or did I forget to erase all of the non-game things? 
Well, okay, elite systems. That might not actually be a game. <laughs> that might be... That's productivity software, my dude. <laughs> Uridium? And this game won an award? Yeah. It's your boy, Metroid, which did actually win for best action game from uh, Famitsu. Damn, okay, yeah. Super Mario Bros. 2. Oh, right, this would have been the Japanese one, not uh, Doki Doki Panic. Uh, my list for this is mixed, and I closed all the tabs that told me I can this. only assume. Uh, Gradius. Yeah. Well. The Pawn. Pro Baseball Family Stadium. Oh, man, my mind is internet poisoned. <laughs> Kineko. And Vietnam. Oh man, I thought that was earlier. <laughs> yes, the the war of Vietnam. I I or or the country. It's just a game where you play as a Vietnamese citizen. It, in the future, wars will be fought on a digital battleground. And it was the NES. <laughs> I knew Contra was real. Oh, sorry. Yes, Elite Systems was definitely a software house. Oh, okay, she's like, man, the uh, the space sims Elite and Elite Dangerous uh, got their start early. I thought they made Airwolf. Oh, and Joe and Mac. The Caveman Ninjas? I thought that was Data East, but maybe Data East was the publisher. I think Data East is a publisher. We'll, we'll find out what else I forgot to <laughs> take out. Oh, Iridium. Iridium is yes, definitely a shooter. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, it's the last Starfighter. Like the mo- the movie? Yes. Huh. The game. I don't know. Yeah. So like. There's definitely some classic series that are figuring things out. It's kind of mad to me that, like, how much of all of Nintendo's big heavy hitters are figuring out everything at the same time. Oh, yeah, no, like, especially when you think of the sequels to these, where Nintendo was fine to be just like, oh, yeah, that uh, weird TV show game. Yeah, we'll slap Mario on that and uh, make that the sequel in the, in the West, at least. And then <laughs> Zelda, like, mm, this is more of a side-scroller Metroid-like now. Yeah. But uh, Metroid, they kind of just uh, pushed this one out. Like, it clearly was appreciated, but it also didn't get another sequel on its own hardware, instead moving to the GB, or just the GB, the gray brick. Yeah, and that even that took... Wait, that's 91, that's five years? That's five years. So surprisingly long time between sequels. Apparently Kid Icarus is similar, I could never get too far into it. But yeah, no, despite how much I think this game kind of does not like the player, I think in the context of games at the time, a lot of games hated the player. Uh, <laughs> Mario Brothers notwithstanding. Like, have you, have you played the original Zelda? Oh boy. I have. Yeah, it's inscrutable like it's the very least hard to scrut that doesn't help that occasionally uh, people will just lie to you like uh i think this is again like i'm not sure how much the manual would help at the time like how much it's telling you okay here's like a brief map of where you should go at least at the beginning but yeah like uh speaking of things getting their start this is where we meet our like the main antagonists of the series, the returning uh, foes of Ridley and Craid. We'll see both of them many times throughout the series. And Mother Brain. And Mother Brain, although that's usually a... Yeah, honestly, I'm just... Now I'm thinking, there's not enough... <laughs> there's just not enough uh, titles to really uh, <laughs> vary it up that much when like half of them are remakes. Like You can argue Super Metroid is also a bit of a remake of this game as well. I, I suppose. I've never looked at it as a remake, but eh, you could see it that way. I guess remake isn't fair, but you do go through, 
like a literal shot for shot the exact map of the final escape from mother brain that you do in this one go through it backwards essentially yeah as you explore the original metroid area and you you do fight the same bosses as well as a few new ones but except in this one the fights are a bit less involved yeah i mean prior to prime and then in 2d dread Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that the fights are ever all that involved in the Metroid games. There's more you can do just from an expanded move set and the fact of, like, you can aim in different directions. Like, in this game, Ridley and Craig are both your height, and the strategy, at least that I found, was freeze a projectile if you need to and otherwise spam missiles till they're dead just right in their face and hope you have more health than they do. Yeah. Oh, I mean... I thought, at least Kraid, in a ridiculous way. Oh, of, please tell me. Uh, if you freeze all of his projectiles, he has a maximum. He can't summon more. Ah, yes. So you freeze them all in one vertical line, if you can, uh, and then you jump past it and just missile him. And then when one un- finally unfreezes, then you have to freeze another line and then go back. But it only takes, like, two or three repeats of that for him to go down yeah like missiles do a lot of damage use missiles in this game you will get enough especially if you kill at least one of these bosses because like occasionally some of the enemies until you get the screw attack which obviously just negates everything i'm about to say uh some of the enemies just take too many shots especially if you have the ice beam where freezing them does not do damage so you actually have to hit them twice as much once you get the ice beam instead yeah. just just missile them down or if you're going to kill them at all. Yeah, I I felt that particularly with the little flying guys that spawn constantly. I feel like the original Metroid really leaned on them as a source of challenge. Oh yeah, like every hallway has at least like four little uh, pipes from Mario that would spawn them over and over again. Yeah. I mean, they're also the way that you get resources to heal up. Yeah, if you ever die, you need to find the closest one of those, and they do this annoying thing where they won't respawn until you collect their pickup, at which point they immediately respawn, so you have to stagger where you kill them a little bit, so it's a bit away from the pipe. Yeah. And you only get 5 HP at a time, (laughs) usually. Maybe they'll give you a, a big 20, very rarely, and a lot of the time they'll give you missiles when you don't need any. That's fair. It, it it makes starting from scratch very much a, oh, I'll just reload a save state. There's, there's there's no way this is worth the time investment. But that's just how you did things back then. Yeah. And that's especially interesting in contrast to Zero Mission being way more generous with full heals. Yeah. Which, are, are we still pretending doesn't exist? Can we talk about Zero Mission? We can talk about <laughs> Zero Mission briefly, but I do want to f- kind of finish uh, with the like an overall metroid thing oh okay you want to treat it like two mini episodes in a row yeah and then we'll then we'll move into like everything that zero mission does differently do a holistic thing instead of bopping back and forth that's fair but yeah like later entries in the series especially once they did zero mission like anytime you get a new thing anytime you like just update your map or whatever uh there are like even recharge stations just get your health back. It's fine. We've balanced the game this time. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I could not figure out how to properly morph ball bomb jump more than once in this me game. Me neither. Like I'm not sh- like I'm sure it can be done, but I think what I did learn was the uh 
double d- jump trick where if you place a bomb and then like unmorph and like from crouching stand up you get to jump from that new bombed height it's okay. a you get a bit extra height but the only sequence break i did was uh, to get the varia suit early which is just half damage can survive in lava a bit there's one spot where instead of waiting till later where i think you'd need like high jump boots or something you just kind of finagle an enemy up a shaft where you can <laughs> jump through and at which point you freeze it jump off its head and then you get to a spot where you're definitely not supposed to be but it was very nice to have uh half damage when i was planning on going down to crate and rochambeauing him right in the face fair uh, yeah. yeah i I don't even know if this actually counts. I got the ice beam in the pit in the Brinstar area. Yes. Basically, as soon as you can. I actually got stuck in that pit for a while and mm-hmm. couldn't figure out how to get out. And I'm not sure you're supposed to be able to get out of that pit without the high jump at that point. I did the same thing because I just from prior knowledge, I knew that one of the pits has the ice beam. And I'm like, okay, I'll just find that first and then discovered oh without extra jump height this is so hard that i'm just going to come back later (laughs) but you're never sure because the game does you know it it can ask a lot out of you and it's it's like maybe they just wanted it to be hard (laughs) (laughs) and they didn't know quite what they were doing but yeah, no, like, there's another ice beam pickup that's a bit easier, but way later. Yeah. Uh, I think it's in Norfair. Probably Norfair. Because I know I know in Kraid's hideout, there's one spot that's like the place where you get the ice beam, except instead of getting that or various missiles, you instead get nothing. It's just an entire, like, three separate hallways with a vertical shaft on either side, and there's literally nothing in there and all the hallways are copy pasted so they all look the exact same so you're not sure like okay did i already go down this hallway or is it the one above it and i had to look at a map and it's just a prank they just played (laughs) a prank on you and i thought that was very funny but i couldn't tell if it was intentionally a prank or if this is just ah this will this will eat up an hour or two get that value baby i i don't know i think it is I assumed it was very intentional that Kraid's lair feels more hostile design, like, layout-wise, than the rest of the area. Yes, but also, like, Ridley's area, which is harder to get to because you have to go through not only all of Brinstar, but all of Norfair to get to it, is very cleanly designed. It's not hostile, except that all the enemies do way more damage and all of the lava floors do extra damage. But like it's a kind of a straight shot, and every place has like at least a pickup. This is just a weird corner that if you go in, it's just a trap. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Kraid is just a smarter base designer. I do. I do like how they're all called hideouts. Like they're little like little, they're little children making their little secret bases, and like ah, oh, you're just kind of playing out a space fantasy. <laughs> Looking at Kraid, I would not expect him to be the brains of the operation. Uh, especially considering the names of some of the other boss. Fair. But, you know, I don't know. And also, I feel like Kraid is not going to be portrayed later as, you know, a smart and credible threat. No, he's always like an early, like, first boss, almost, if he appears at all. 
I mean, Ridley's no better. He doesn't even have, like, things on his front to protect him from missile spam. You just get under his the arc of his fire and just go, bop, 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 he's dead. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird game. Definitely of its time and not a lot of fun to play even with save states. I think, like, they get rid of the challenge and then there's not a lot there. There's not a lot of, outside of the four significant upgrades, everything kind of just feels perfunctory. And once you've beaten the two bosses, you just kind of uh, are like, okay, and then finally meet the Metroids. <laughs> yeah. The namesake. Which are a pain. Oh my god, yeah. I don't know. I never felt like the Morph Ball bomb, the bombing was working quite right, or maybe it's intentional that it's very easy for them to relatch on you. Yeah. But like, I I think I had I had to figure out that you have to bomb and start moving in a like, backward or something, and then that way they won't relatch the moment you stand up. Yeah, I, I had similar troubles of just, like, kind of flailing around, just spamming bombs and hoping it kind of worked. The, the real stratus don't get hit, but again, like, you only have so many directions of uh, firing, I guess, and they move, like, weird, like, circular patterns around you, and if there's ever more than one, it gets uh, a little bit dicey, but... Mostly fine. It's actually just kind of a drain on your resources right before you get to Mother Brain Fight, which is also designed around draining your resources. This is what all the missiles are for. Yeah, I I don't love Mother Brain as a boss fight. It is really just, uh, hope you have enough missiles, get through this gate from spamming missiles, just like you did for the red doors, and they're just firing a bunch of things from every direction, uh, ice beam to stop them from respawning, but... Yeah, I mean, maybe it's a matter of get good that I feel like it's not reasonable to even try to dodge. You just freeze what you can, take the hits, and hope that you can kill Mother Brain before they kill you yeah again this is early nes so you don't have a lot of maneuverability in terms of like just moving around it's all very floaty and just your your run speed never gets faster and it's kind of slow and it's very very narrow walkways there best strat that i found was just to freeze one of the spaghettios at around the right height so you don't have to keep jumping to fire missiles at the brain hmm yeah, that sounds like a good tactic. It is, except, again, you're limited to the spaghettio, and then there's other spaghettios coming at you. Uh, yeah. So you're going to get hit and then have to jump back on. But if you if you can button spam, uh, you'll probably win that fight. Yeah. And then after that is the classic. Oh, everything's blowing up. You've, you've destroyed Zebes. Here, here have a, a very long jumping puzzle that, you know, is tense if you really don't want to redo that fight but if you've got save states then it's just like get out of here yeah actually this is kind of funny i i did real bad on it in zero mission but in the original metroid it was fine in the original metroid the just the floatiness of the gravity does make it i think a bit easier yeah and i don't know i think i'm one of those weird people who actually like the floatier gravity okay like this and super yes I, I like I I don't know. There's something that just feels right. right about it as a like space adventure to be a little floaty. It's definitely more unique, and I think if if the gameplay, if the combat, I'll say it's easier for platforming, but a lot of the time it just makes combat slower and harder in comparison to the more grounded mm-hmm. iterations of the franchise. Yeah, yeah. You escape, and if you did it fast enough, you get to have pixelated smut. Whoa, because women are for looking at their 
bodies. Uh, I... I, <laughs> I mean, so like, yeah. at the time... At the time, you thought Metroid was a cool robot man, but instead <laughs> it's Samus Aran, and she's a lady. Yeah, which is, I guess, progressive. I don't know, it's a little weird. I feel like games were almost more willing to have women protagonists early on and then like at some point i don't know someone was convinced that it's a marketing optimization to have a man yeah i mean at the time games were definitely still marketed towards boys generally because it was a toy and that was the aisle on toys r us they decided to go with but yeah i don't know although that's kind of funny because they were sort of with the nes intentionally not or like it is still a toy yes but they're trying to like claim that it's more than just a toy right right it's a it's an entertainment system i think they were actually just trying to say oh it's not like the video games of like the atari and during that whole crash where video game term was kind of poison yeah especially like this early on in the uh nes's life cycle uh, they're still trying to keep distance from et and the landfill that it <laughs> eventually filled yeah so it took them a while to uh, figure out what Metroid was and what its strengths were. Like in this game, clearly made a splash, but they knew that they could do better. And some 18 years later, they decided, you know what? One more again. We're going we're to do it right this time. And called it Zero Mission, despite it not really being a prequel. It's, it's just one mission. <laughs> or two Look, missions, actually. Samus's missions are zero-indexed. It makes perfect sense. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, she's a programmer. Yeah. Why not? And so, yeah, for the GBA, post-Fusion uh, and right before Echoes, or around the same time, they re-released, or not even re-released, they redid the whole game from the ground up and made a lot of changes, which were for the better. Yeah. I mean, I, I it would be pretty hard to adapt the original game and not make a ton of changes. I don't know. I guess you could have just given it pretty sprites and then called it a day or they could have like actually just made a new game that followed a general like oh yeah hit hit these two bosses and mother brain but instead they did take the skeleton like the map of metroid nes is still there and then they just kind of compartmentalized certain parts which made more sense with the new items like speed boost and the grabby arm thing they made new pathways in between them they structured the sequence a bit better so it's not you're less lost in mazes yeah the prank i was describing earlier now has a point (laughs) but everything is still kind of in the exact same spot to the point where i did the exact same sequence break to get the varia suit early (laughs) that's fair (laughs) not quite the exact same but still like yeah get get an enemy freeze them uh, but it's in the exact same spot. Like, I didn't even need to look up a map. I was just like, okay, I remember it being roughly at the top of Vrenstar, and I, I have the ice beam. I wonder if I can do this, and I could. It was yeah. cool. I mean, it was kind of funny playing them back-to-back like this. Just like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. This is all the same, until it's not. Until it's um, not, until uh, actual, like, extra bosses start appearing. You're like, okay, cool, yeah, let's... Brighten up yeah. the, the monotony of just getting lost in a maze for a while until the boss happens. It's now you got mini bosses and challenge rooms for the new items or the old items. Yeah, which it starts 
changing things pretty quickly. I think the up to the long shot is pretty much the same. Um, and then you encounter the centipede. Yes. And you're like, wait, what? Centipede? You you just got the missiles. Like in, in the original game, that was almost a nothing thing of like, oh, I got five missiles now. I can open up a red door. Whoop. And now yeah. it's like you try and leave to go where you know the char- the long shot is, and you're stopped by a dude who wasn't there before. Pranked. Yeah, which, kind of silly. Um, so the centipede leaves if you're too slow in killing him. I did not know this, sorry, I'm too good at gaming. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm really showing my noobness now. Um, I actually did a really bad, bad job of killing him, and... I could have killed him several times and just kind of whiffed on the like last couple rounds of getting into place and shoving a missile up his eye. Yeah. So I got the charge beam after beating Kraid. Okay. <laughs> like, I killed the centipede. I was like, you know, it's probably time to kill that centipede. <laughs> so do you... Does he show up somewhere else, or do you just need to leave and re-enter the room? Yeah, he will show up, uh, there is, like, a second location that he shows up as well, but he'll show up back there again. Like, alternating? It's like, I think it's both of the long corridors in Brinstar. Okay, interesting. But yeah, I felt kind of silly when I was <laughs> like, oh wait, that's where I'm getting the charge beam, huh. There was a point to the boss. He had a, he had a goodie that didn't exist before. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Speaking of goodies that didn't exist before, they made an interesting choice with the um, Chozo artifacts to have pickups that are sort of glorified keys at first and then yeah. recontextualized later in the game. Yeah, you'll get a thing that your your current suit just can't interpret. It's a bunch of question marks, but they will make certain blocks disappear and let you go to other areas until, I guess, a sort of post-game thing where those things will then become the actual items and then you've got like a whole bunch of new tools to kind of play with for like the last uh, act yeah which i don't know if we want to jump to that last act i don't know there's there's a, the same stuff like there's Craig. he's not Samus sized he's very much more like he is in super metroid yes uh the place you fight him in is actually i think what dread uh mostly cribbed as far as environment design being a more mechanical spot and the two levels with at which to fight him that's true so i guess apparently i'm just gonna complain about bosses today oh sure i don't love bosses like kraid where i feel like the main challenge is can you shoot a missile at the same point of descending or ascending your jump consistently? That is Kraid's boss fight <laughs> every time, I guess. I don't know. It just like like you, like you 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 don't like just it being a uh, a very precise thing that you just have to get consistent at or else die. Yeah, and I felt Ooh. like being consistent at that was way more important than avoiding his attacks right i don't know it, this it's the the metroid problem of if you are going for as much completion as you can get then most of the fights are going to be more about tanking their hits and hitting them back consistently as opposed to dodging you get to trade skill at uh consistent very like uh, precise combat with your skill at scouring a map and doing that efficiently and uh not losing your mind so you you can be less good at the combat if you invest more time in the exploration aspect 
which yeah. like is fair. I certainly kind of wish being a good exploratory boy didn't make things too easy, which it kind of does. Like I didn't have a problem with Kraid, but mostly I could I could just kind of tank it and just spam missiles because I had enough and hope that one of them got through. It's at least interesting. I like. I almost think that Kraid is more interesting than Ridley in Zero Mission because, uh, like, you can spam missiles, but if you're not accurate, you're not going to have a very good time, right? Yeah. Where with Ridley, I kind of felt like the fight ended before it really began because it turns out that just, like, putting yourself in position to hit him is most of the fight. He doesn't really have, like, iframes or protections. It's just... Un- knuckle down two gorillas just kind of beating each other like you can like go around and like just try to avoid the like lava pit at the bottom but yeah just spam super missiles which you have in this game instead of just your piddly uh regular missiles yeah and ridley goes down the first time (laughs) yeah and like i don't know I, I guess this is just my preference in general is like i pr- much prefer dread's move towards being nimble and it hurting a lot when you get hit yes that did a lot to balance out the i've gotten everything in this area so i've got like all this kind of health but i can still only take three hits instead of the two that i would have otherwise yeah i mean i guess if you put that to too much of an extreme it would feel like you're searching for upgrades is maybe not really worth it i don't know I think Dread found a good balance. I think Dread found a good balance. I can see where someone might think Dread was too hard, but I don't know. Like I, I can't remember difficulty scaling or what what options were available there. But I think definitely at around this time there was a move to being a more nimble Samus. Like uh, we were talking about how floaty the original Ness was. In this one, Samus has like a really sharp gravity. Yeah, like, jumps are very quick even with the high jump you get pulled to the ground really fast they did add a speed boost to this one as well meaning like if you get a bit of a run you can just kind of clear through places yeah i didn't love the jumping gravity which is funny because i'm like wait isn't this the same as fusion do i just not remember fusion it's pretty much the same engine as fusion or at least slightly modified i appreciated it during the long vertical shaft segments which uh, holdover from the the NES one. They do do a bit more to differentiate the landscape and environment, so it's not just copy and pasted. But there's still like a lot of climbing you gotta do, and being able to just hop, hop, hop is a lot better than hop land. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I I never felt like I had my jump distance calibrated and was frequently clinging off of things instead of landing on them. Yeah, I, I think I just didn't, it, it just didn't bother me. I don't know. Okay, I'll just grab and climb on. That was a pretty big frustration for me in this one's uh, mother brain fight too, is just like, I felt so dumb just not being able to jump between the the platforms consistently. Oh yeah, like the, the, it is an awkwardly cramped space, so yeah, I can see that. Mother brain, I don't really feel like defending, even though I didn't have a much of a problem with it. It's like, I can see how it'd be annoying. It's just one of those, like, at the time it kind of just washed over me. It's all right. It's the same, still same design. Although on the subject of that jumping gravity being weird, uh, did you know you could wall jump in this game? Uh, I think I've done it accidentally and then keep being like, huh, what? 
Yeah, it it makes the timing for that really strange because like in the floaty Super Metroid, uh, it's still kind of precise timing, but you can kind of like see that special like animation change uh, that lets you do it a bit easier. In this one, it's very much a you need to learn the the rhythm, but you can still like scale just one wall over and over and over again. But it's never required. But again, it's a thing you can get an extra goodie here and there a bit earlier than usual. And if you're really clever, probably something more significant. Same with infinite bomb jumps. Yeah. If you if you time your B presses to, I think it's, I think it's the Magmore Caverns theme of Prime. <laughs> it's either that or Norfair from Super. One of the two. The like da 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 things uh, that will. Like that one actually was a tip I heard from a speedrun uh, commentary, and I was just like, "Oh, and it worked. It it made it very consistent to just infinitely climb, and I didn't do much interesting with it, but it was it was a neat thing." Yeah, I didn't like. I tried to learn it a little bit just to get like some missiles earlier. You you, you can see something a bit out of reach. Uh, you don't have high jump or something yet, so you just do that and gain infinite height, but less useful than you'd think. That is another way that you can get the various suit early. I think even before you have Ice Beam, mm. I think all you need for it is once you've got the Morph Ball bombs. Yeah, I think I tried, but it was just a bit too hard at the time. Yeah, I'm, I am not a good sequence breaker, so <laughs> I, I was not going to attempt that. We'll, we'll make something of you yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll, f- we'll find a game where the sequence has to be broken. That, that, how does that even work? <laughs> is that even a sequence if it has to oh be okay yeah no i i, I just realized I, ma- I made a metroidvania paradox <laughs> the sequence is that it's broken what <laughs> i mean that that seems like something that someone would do in an, an indie game of like make a self-referential game where in the narrative of the game you are sequence breaking i don't know or maybe it's a game you play multiple times, and like the next time you play through it, you've got more like stuff, and like okay, now I can break the sequence of the last run, something like that. Oh, like like the Chrono Trigger endings kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Like when you go back, you can you suddenly have like the ability to win fights you couldn't earlier, or get to places you couldn't, and I'm sure a game's done it. Yeah. But uh, speaking of sequences, uh, Zero Mission actually makes it more clear what the sequence is supposed to be. In that, like, there are Chozo statues that you need to, like, kind of hit, and they'll put a point in nothing, or occasionally update your map, and just be like, okay, here's where you need to go, and then a bunch of places you can also, you know, check out if you want. Yeah. And they also added cutscenes for, say, your, I think it's, like, around the time you're killing Kraid, Ridley shows up with his space pirate team, because they are separate entity from Mother Brain, they're not the same crew. Oh, are they? I believe that, yeah, Ridley uh, leads the space pirates, and Mother Brain is just the defense protocol of Zebes, and was supposed to be t- uh, keeping tabs on the Metroids, but then got corrupted somehow, I think, through the space pirates. Listen, the, the lore, which Zero Mission does try to expand on with these like oblique little snippets of Samus's past, most of what I know of it is from a manga I read some 15 years ago on the <laughs> internet. Uh, so... Yeah. Take it with monstrous piles of salt, but I think in that Samus kind of like grew up here in Zebes and like was raised by the Chozo, who were were the ones who created the Metroids initially, and then she went off to 
joined the military, and the rest is history. Um, Ridley also killed her parents, and that's why she's got, like, the vendetta against him specifically. Yeah. I I don't know. I felt like the cutscenes were didn't really add a ton. You don't need to see the, the space pirates showing up because you just haven't been to that area yet. And they may as well have always been there for as much story as we're getting. Like outside of Samus's initial dialogue of, here's the story of my first mission, my so-called zero mission. Yeah. I was a little surprised when uh, post-Mother Brain, like text actually showed up in one of them. After yeah. they'd previously been just like, I don't know, a, a couple of scenes. Yeah, one of the one of the twists of this game is that there is post-Mother Brain content. Like those those things that the, your suit couldn't uh, interpret earlier. They're for this section, but first, when you're trying to escape and having ostensibly blown the planet up, uh, instead, you, it, it just doesn't. I, I don't think that that's adequately explained. And instead, Samus gets shot down, loses her suit, gains her zero suit, which was what it'll be called in at least Smash Brothers. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, the game is a stealth game. Not unlike the SAX sections, but not as good yeah i i don't know i mean it was fine it's certainly a change up yeah i, I don't know that i loved it i liked just it being a different approach to problems actually just you can sneak you, your weapon will not kill and you have to charge it up everything's really linear uh, at that point so it's just like very discreet sections of get past these enemies i just don't think they're very elegantly designed and Clearly, there aren't enough stealth mechanics other than stay out of sight, and yeah. what what the line of sight is is kind of nebulous. Yeah, definitely was not amazingly clear. But it's fairly short, even for as short as this game really is, uh, before you get your upgraded power suit with a little cutscene showing uh, an old Chozo and young Samus. It's just... It, again, very oblique reference to, oh, she, she was raised by Chozo and has some of their DNA somehow injected blood transfusion. I don't know. That's why she can use all their stuff. And now she can use more of their stuff, like power bombs. They love withholding power bombs ever since uh, Super Metroid. I mean, it kind of makes sense, especially with the, the like screen revealing. I mean, I guess you could have them reveal things that you can't use yet. Uh, in terms of, like, blocks, right? Yeah. There's also no equivalent to the X-ray scope from uh, Super either. But at that point, all those sections that were previously stealth are now action segments, and you've got, like, super-powered beam, and the game has this entire other section, which is just the Space Pirate flagship. Yeah. But you can also go back to previous areas, which were somewhat locked behind this new suit you just got. So... Now is the real 100% collecting. Being Mother Brain was just a harbinger of that. Yeah, although not a ton is actually locked behind power bombs. Right. The things that I was going through and finding with the help of maps and things like that seemed mostly like it was speed booster things that I could have done earlier. Yeah. So, we had mentioned Dread earlier. Uh, I remember back during that, one of my favorite things of that game were their little uh, Shine Spark puzzles. Yeah. Where they, they show you speed blocks, and there's no way to just run into them. And so it's figuring out, how do I get a Shine Spark slash speed boost to this point and 
kind of teaching you various tricks with that, uh, like keeping your your speed charged through like like slopes and uh, angling things, bouncing off walls. Although I don't think you can wall jump with the speed boost in this one. No, you you can jump and you'll retain it until you land. Yeah. Um, and I think that's about it in terms of tricks with the no, you... speed boost itself. Shine Spark works pretty much the way Shine Spark worked from Super on. Yeah, uh, going into slopes either in the running or in ball form, if you just hold toward the direct like that direction, then you return back to running, so you can then store another Shine Spark. But yeah, oh, I guess there is Ball Spark in this. I think this is the first one where you can Ball Spark. It's been too long since I played Fusion, so I assume as much. And that was the first Shine Spark puzzle that I did i was to get a super missile in brinstar shortly before you're supposed to get them like it's before you traverse norfair all the way and go to ridley's lair see you're making the attempt to sequence break so i like one of these days it'll pay off for you but i don't think you enjoyed yourself in this one it was it was a bit of a pain uh i mean it was me learning a lot of those mechanics and finding out like oh you forgot to hold the direction that you were supposed to go so you mm. just stop when you hit that slope instead of preserving momentum it's like i don't know i i i like the the idea of this quasi hidden mechanic you just have to figure out what you can actually do with it beyond its initial like oh you can run fast okay and then what happens when you press certain buttons and like just like what has to be true in order to get to them uh it's definitely less less fleshed out here than it would eventually be in Dread. Yeah, I think Dread's approach of actually telling you that Shine Spark exists is the better <laughs> approach, but yeah, they they just can't help themselves. Still back here, even eighteen years after the NES, they're still like, we'll let them bomb every wall and or try every button combination before we'll let them have all of it. Yeah, other. Ones that were funny for me, struggling. I spent a lot of time struggling with the one in Criteria where your ship was. Okay. Because I kept forgetting that Ball Spark exists. <laughs> and so I was trying to do, like, pixel-perfect diagonal launches. No. And being like, why isn't this working? No, you need to become Orb. It's so much smaller. Like, I, honestly, that sounds like user error. The error. <laughs> you were just wrong. I'm sorry. Your your no. your uh, emotions are invalid, and um, good day. Uh, I don't know. There's one really long one in Chozodia, which I'm not super fond of the long ones, just because it takes so much reset when you screw up. Yeah, and even with save states, um, it can it can be a bit of a nightmare when it's just like you need to get all of these sequences in a row. Yeah, when you're already like not liking most of the execution aspects of this game. I liked it just fine, naturally, but again, I can't, I can't defend it. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say that you're, it was perfectly designed. I still would have preferred it being a little more elegant or a little more optional. If you're like going, like if there's like another way to get to it, if with just like a later upgrade. But if you want to get it early, here's a speed boost puzzle. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I can't think of what the i mean the most impactful thing that's locked behind speed boost is energy tanks right yeah. and you don't need energy tanks to clear it Although yeah but i i haven't actually gone back and fought 
Metal Ridley at 100% yet. I, my understanding is he gets harder once you get 100% completion. Okay, I, I also didn't go back to, to fight him, so uh, that's interesting. I don't know, I saw it in someone's mention of it, of just like, he, he hits way harder now, once you've gotten all of the items. So what you want to get is 99% of the items, <laughs> and then just kind of round up. Yeah, just leave that one missile pack. Just trick him, like, no, 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 uh, meta Ridley. Oh yeah, by the way, Ridley comes back in this one as the final, final boss. Yeah, with another boss fight that I don't, I don't love, because it's, <laughs> can you consistently deliver a missile to the same place by shooting while you're, while you're coming down from a jump? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, like, the combat was never too, f like, it, didn't give me as much friction as it does you, but it's also not what I'm really coming to this game for. Like, I kind of like the, the moment to moment of, like, exploration and just, like, angling your shot for, like, just general enemies. Like, all that's fine. All that just kind of flows naturally. And when I get to the boss, they're generally fine, but never anything I would go back and say, like, oh, yeah, I got to do the boss rush or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have that much of a problem. I'm just you got a nit to pick. Being a complainer for the complaining sake. Yeah, you, you got to justify it in beforehand when you inevitably put it at the bottom below Xanadu. <laughs> I don't know if it's that low. Eh, you know, but no, uh, it's 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 kind of amazing that like this game is still like technically just Metroid NES, just better. Like, it, it still is recognizably that game. It's just with all of the cruft, all of the stuff that was bad removed. Yeah. Except with a few things that you kind of just wish they improved on instead of excising, like the floaty jumps and, I don't know, some, some of the more open-ended aspects of that initial maze design. I could have gotten behind another prank. <laughs> but I just, I just need to know that they know that they're pranking me. No, clearly they should have done the reverse prank of make it seem like a place is completely useless and then actually have a very important item inside it. I mean, I guess if you recognize the prank from yeah. original Metroid and you're just like, nope, not going there. Yeah, no, I already know this. Like, I already did the, uh, okay, I know where the various suit is, same spot, and then I went to where I knew the prank was, and if I'm just like, oh man, another copy-pasted room with nothing in it. Don't need to waste my time. Where's the last missile tank? <laughs> But nah, I don't know. Like overall, I was because I played these games like immediately one after the other. Like I finished like Metroid NES and just immediately booted up Zero Mission. It was just oh, here's what a, a at least a modern-ish game is. Like this this feels like at least like like the indie side scrolling at that level instead of an ancient. Just you have to appreciate it for what it is because it's not going to appreciate you. It's certainly not appreciating in value. Yeah. But, yeah. Anything else to really mention? Uh, what did you think about the... I don't know what to call it. The big balls that block progress at certain points. The big balls that block progress. Yeah, the ones that uh, can only be destroyed by the um, the weird mites that attack you when you're in Morph Ball. Oh, right. Those tripped me up, but I think they're really cool. I can't decide if I like them. So, like, the thing is, like, you are taught that that's what they do. It's just you have to really pay attention to why, a, like, one of those fleshy orbs disappeared. Because it's nothing you do. Everything just kind of does that clinky, like, uh, 
bounce off, nothing you do is working. But if you pay attention, you can see these little just pixel-high things climbing onto it, and then it disappeared. Yeah, uh, uh, if you're not playing all of this game in, in like one sitting, I guess, like if you came back to this later and just completely forgot about that, that would really trip you up on certain areas where you're supposed to collect some and move them, because it'll latch onto you as well. Yeah, I, I guess the thing to me is like, I actually, I, I mean, I haven't gone back and seen if you can do that early, uh, hmm. or if it's they just don't show up in the right places. The the mites, I mean. In yeah, yeah. If they if there's some trigger for them spawning. Yeah, it's like most of the time, I guess, in Metroidvanias, there's not very much artificiality of when you can't progress. I don't know. This doesn't make a ton i'm not being totally coherent here <laughs> uh but like in games there is always the potential to arbitrarily remove an obstacle right? right like you can always have a guy standing in front of a door in pokemon or whatever and then he'll just arbitrarily leave when some event happens yeah you 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 talk to the right person you beat the right trainer or whatever yeah like it's so like for this one to be not well, I mean, it's somewhat gameplay-driven, but you're not sure if there's just a flag that gets set if you say beat Cray that all of a sudden, oh, now I can get through here instead of it being an item you pick up and it's justified that way. Yeah, I feel like Metroidvanias, more than other games, really need a strong cause and effect. Yes. In order to feel good. And usually, like, a really direct cause and effect of, you got this thing... Now you can solve this problem. Yeah, you, right? you see the problem first, and then there's the answer to it that's not only narrativized or even sometimes just like completely separate of just, oh, you've hit the event sequence and now they're allowing you past. I guess not knowing whether or not the mites show up prior to some event flag or if they're always there is kind of makes or breaks this particular instance. Yeah, I think they only show up after you get the power grip. That would be annoying. Like, I can see if the designers really wanted, like, it was necessary that you have the power grip to go even further, but I don't think you should be able to see a thing that is locked in that way. It kind of runs counter to the, if you could make it there with the right tool, you should be able to break it, and instead they're just kind of only giving you the key arbitrarily after you get some other unrelated thing. Yeah, I don't, it's, a, it's a pretty minor complaint honestly but i don't know maybe there's some purists who are, who are like they should have at least had like when you get the power grip you then like as part of uh escaping from an area or something you unleash the mites or something like that or or even just um like the power grip magnetizes them in some way like and it justifies why the mites suddenly cling to you yeah i mean they always cling to you that's a that's yeah that's a thing it's like it's not but it could be and they, they will deal damage to you if there's enough of them. <laughs> Minorly, because they're little tiny things, but still, it's a, a proto-Metroid-ish behavior, I guess. Yeah, uh, and you do clear them with the bombs, so... Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's a weird, subtle training for Metroid. It, it's very subtle, uh, but it's very hard to, for me to remember what it's like to not know how Metroids do. That's fair. I mean, like, with Metroids, it's just like, you try all of the things that you can do, right? There are not that many verbs in the <laughs> Metroid games. And, and most of the verb is shoot with a different object, so... Yeah. 
But no, if the mites are indeed event scripted locked, then that sucks. But I do like the idea of there being like an environmental puzzle that is you just kind of pay attention to like what's going on instead of what your verbs are. I wish they did more with it and kind of codified it a bit better. But again, it's all theoretical. Yeah. I theorize that we should probably be wrapping this boy up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I so... I debated whether I should do context for Zero Mission. Let's do it anyway. <laughs> so Zero Mission was released in 2004. Okay. Uh, alongside other games. Uh, here's the award-winning ones. Uh, Dragon Quest VIII, Journey of the Cursed King. Mm-hmm. Gran Turismo Four. Oh, wow. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. A lot of cars so far. Metal Gear Solid Three: Snake Eater. The best one. Kessen 3. I don't know what that is. Kessen is a, um, it's a romance of the, no, not romance of the Three Kingdoms, it's Japanese. Um, the Warring States era. Nobunaga's Ambition. Essentially equivalent of Romance of the Three Kingdoms, uh, like, army simulator. Oh, okay, the, this, the strategy game, not the Muso. Yeah. Uh, Onimusha 3, Demon Siege. A lot of threes. I don't... Oh, okay, you know, this does make sense because this is a remake. Metal Gear Solid, The Twin Snakes. Oh, yeah. They animated up. Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, which I believe technically counts as a Metroidvania. I believe that one in particular, yes. I think it also had multiplayer. I can't remember. Yeah, it did. Uh, Pikmin 2. Okay. Weirdly, two different WarioWares. WarioWare Twisted and WarioWare Touched. Weird. I assume one of these is uh, for the DS, maybe, and the other one is for the GameCube? Wait, no, that doesn't seem like... Touched is definitely DS. Twisted, I'm not sure. The Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zelda, Zelda just can't stop coming out during the Metroid era. <laughs> Every Metroid game. Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Oh, man. FIFA Football 2005. I apparently won best sports game that year. I guess if one game has to win best sports game, but like... Yeah. Uh, uh, Burnout 3 Takedown. Okay. Mario Kart Double Dash. Nice. Sonic Advance 3. Oh man, that one was a weird one. Fable. Was Sonic Advance 3 weird? I don't think I... You could get a main character and like a partner character, and depending on what team up, you'd have a different ability, so you could have like sonic and amy or tails and uh cream the rabbit okay and they all have their different names doom three a lot of threes yeah battlefield vietnam okay not to be confused with the vietnam that we talked about in 1986 no no no. that was the real war this is a video game based on that uh the chronicles of riddick escape from butcher bay apparently an amazing game never played it uh i believe that was the like the editor's choice of game that should have gotten more attention yep pro evolution soccer 4 <laughs> a lot of threes a lot of soccer weirdly uh and then uh i think this was actually the most anticipated for next year legend of zelda twilight princess zelda also gets two scoops yes two two scoops okay so yeah continuing like okay yeah mario and zelda St still still going strong vietnam weirdly still going strong <laughs> yeah i i don't know mario zelda vietnam soccer yeah all, always overshadowing our boy the metroids 
Or I guess our girl? Yeah. Did you know Samus was a girl? That shocked me. <laughs> and now you got another opportunity to shock me by telling me where you think both of these games individually rank in all the games we've played. Oh geez, I have to rank two two games now. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, bucko. How do I feel about these games? <laughs> um, like, I can start if you would prefer. I, if you know it, then... Uh, of course I know it. I came in prepared. So they go down up at three and four, right? Right under Metroid Prime. You're just going to carve out a Metroid section in your... <laughs> right oh, by no means is Metroid Aeneas going anywhere near the single digits of this rank. Um... I think I'm going to rate it above Banjo-Tooie, sheerly on the, on the strength of it being just the first one, even though I do find it incredibly annoying to play. On a list of Metroidvanias, it, I, I just can't say it's more that than Banjo-Tooie. I mean, that is an interesting spot, because you're saying that uh, Legacy of the Wizard and Maze of Gallius were better. Oh, by by a country mile. Maze of Gallius, that map was not copy and pasted, <laughs> for one thing. It was very similar looking, but they didn't do just the same. And it had, I think, more items that, while not all interesting, certainly did more for me than just another missile pack. I, I, I like Maze of Gallius. And it also had a whack story. I love the idea of steal your unborn child's soul back from the weird wizard man. <laughs> That's fair. And then Legacy of the Wizard is just kind of a better Maze of Gallius in a lot of ways. Certainly a better Xanadu. But yeah, Metroid, the NES, above Banjo-Tooie, below Yoku's Island Express. Yeah, I feel like we're very harsh on Yoku's Island Express. But... We were, but it'll, it'll, get, it'll get pushed up by all of the detritus we have yet to play. But I guess it's just we're just not that into pinball. Yeah. Meanwhile, Zero Mission, the decidedly just better version of Metroid, uh, I'm going to put below Environmental Station Alpha, which is just a too interesting of a game for me not to. Like, this game is very cool. It does a lot of things well. It is still very short, even with all the added things onto it. It is still kind of just an NES game plus. And above Astalon, which I think is a very good game, I just had more fun generally with Zero Mission, and partially this is nostalgia from a game I've played a lot. Fair. For me, you know, looking at the, this list, I probably am just going to go with the same place for Metroid NES. Yeah. Down there. I mean, like, I don't know. As much as I complained about pixel hunting and stuff, uh, actually, I, I did complain about the, the flying enemies everywhere all the time. Yep. So, yeah, it's it's definitely something that is... A rough experience now. <laughs> Definitely something that I feel like is making you feel like you're gaining the hours of enjoyment just by working for it. Yeah. I, if I was of a mind, I think if I was the kind of person who would draw a map, this would be a much more uh, like engaging experience. I'm just not. Wait, did you not draw the map? Of course not. I looked it up. Oh, I drew the maps. Oh, you... you... No, I, I ain't about that life. I remember when I was a, a child and playing this uh, old-ass game, uh, I played the first like couple of screens on Brinstar about 80 times, because I was three years old, what else was I going to do? So I had that basically memorized, but beyond that, I was just looking stuff up. Yeah. 
I will say, if you are drawing your own maps, it's not a great experience. A lot of the rooms look the same, and especially in Craid's area in particular, you're like, oh, okay, I've reached this part that I saw earlier. No, it's a different section of Craid's no, area. You need to keep track of exactly your path. You cannot yeah. rely on landmarks at all. Yeah, so I'm going to put it down right of, right between Yoku's Island Express and Banjo Tooie as well. I, I told you, you're, you're just like me. Just you, you look better. The big question to me is where to put Zero Mission. <laughs> I mean, like, there's nothing really wrong with Zero Mission. <laughs> nothing it's really fine. wrong. It's, it's a fine, except for all the the fine details that you found were nits to pick rather than anything like shining that like you're like oh i gotta play this game for this yeah so i think i'm looking at do i want to put this above or below castlevania aria of sorrow which is currently my number 11 yeah did did you enjoy it more because i think i i can't remember what your opinion on that game was overall aria's fine a lot of a lot of games are fine to you you don't you don't experience things in uh i, li- I like hyperbolically a, a lot of games i liked astalon a lot and you yeah. did not like it a lot yeah that but. that was a game for me that was fine which which makes sense that they're that that one's in the middle of my list and uh castlevania and now this game is going to be basically in the middle of yours yeah i don't know like exploring in astalon was like crack to me oh man i think i'm gonna go under area of sorrow Fair. i don't have that strong of opinions about this uh, i also enjoy aria of sorrow more so at the very least relatively we're on the same page if not you know holistically yeah i mean i i feel like there's a fairly significant gap between this and legacy of the wizard in terms of how fun it was to play in the moment and also number of years between release so that yeah but I guess Zero Mission is not particularly doing new things, which I mean, it's a remake. I guess it would be weird if they were doing yeah. new things. And they and they added new things in the context of like it relative to its original game, not so much it relative to what a modern Metroid kind of is. It cribs a lot from Fusion and Super. Yeah. Like it even does the like uh, Meridia tunnel explosion. Yeah, that's true references references so yeah it's very much a game for people who like this game already yeah so i'm i'm pretty comfortable putting it as my new number 12 in between aria of sorrow and legacy of the wizard excellent but we've got we're going to need to add another game sometime soon and i think it's your opportunity to inflict it upon us it is and i struggled a bunch with what i was going to do here i decided that as of time of recording, I went to PAX West not that long ago okay, uh, and yeah. saw some Metroidvania games there. So I decided to choose one that was already released from that set. So very recent, still getting kind of pushed, but uh, not uh, an upcoming game for us, relatively speaking. Yeah. And by the time we actually post the episode, it's going to be old hat. Oh my, yes. So I'm going to do Haiku the Robot. I know this game. It's the it's the one where the robot cranks it live on cam to heal. Yeah, yeah, that is okay. But I guess that's a description <laughs> of how you heal in the game. <laughs> Way to make it weird. I'm I'm sorry. They they invited it themselves. Like it's even where where he cranks it is seems a little lewd. 
Not as lewd as doing 100% in Metroid Zero Mission, but still. Anyway, that should hopefully be a pretty good time. Hopefully we'll have more to say than just five syllables, then seven syllables, then five syllables. But I guess that remains to be seen. <laughs> in any case, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, if you like the show, or if you hate it, sure, whatever. I'll take all comers. Email us at invertedcastlepodcast at gmail.com or follow the show on Facebook or on Twitter at invertedcastlep. Yeah, or like, I don't know, write an angry iTunes review or something. Oh, man. Still give it five stars, obviously, but, you know, make the body of it just the most wretched things you can imagine. There's no such thing as bad publicity, and um, sure, my my self-esteem can take it. (laughs) Uh, Regardless, I think that's going to do it for us. I've been Eric Fox. And I've been Thomas Blake. And remember, kids, if at first you don't succeed, eh, just do the same thing again 18 years later. (laughs) 